now we're just introducing uh, our first show. I think uh, welcome to the first experimental program of uh, Bipolar Circle and the birthday show. So happy birthday to all of you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, we are very happy that you listened to our first show. Uh, this uh, show is hosted by me. I'm changing name a little bit, but uh, my mother called me Tommy, and sometimes now I think I'm Tom, but uh, you are... Leona. Okay, we're Tommy and Leona from uh, fuckforforest.org. We will talk a little bit more about our project and us in this first introduction uh, kind of experimental show where we are trying to get into podcasting. This will be our first show where we talk a little bit about ourselves and how we ended up going from... Uh, erotic ecological project to ending up as farmers in the mountains of Mexico. So our um, language normally is Norwegian and Swedish. I'm Norwegian. I was born in Sweden. So we speak in not really English, but we will do this show in English. So we hope you will be able to listen to our broken English. Uh, we will try to explain a little bit what we have been going through the last years with Fuck for Forest and we will also invite uh, interesting people to talk about sexuality, pornography, freedom of expression or other annoying or interesting subjects that come up in our reality. So the first show will be a little bit about us and a little bit about uh, how we ended up where we are to introduce ourselves a little bit to you that listens. And uh, sooner or later we'll, we will also bring interesting people that knows more uh, about these subjects than we do to bring on our show to make it a little bit interesting. So until then, have a great fucking birthday and uh, thank you for listening. Happy birthday! It's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's a great day. intro to our new radio show. I'm your host uh, together with Leona. Uh, we are gonna try to weekly give you more information about our view on ourselves, the world and people that enters our life in a volunteer or on a volunteer manner. We are sending from a small cowboy-like city in uh, Mexico in Oaxaca state where we are uh, in this moment to try to do an ecological project. How did we end up here, Leona? Well, it's a long story. I guess you should tell that story. Okay. Um, I was more like the backpack and I ended up here for other reasons. You ended up uh, here for other reasons. Well, we had this project where we were kind of active in Berlin uh, for uh, almost 10 years where we, me and Leona, together with friends. Uh, well, me and Leona started on our own in the beginning to make a small uh, ecological organization that is called Fuck for Forest. You can check it out. It still exists on fuckforforest.org. That's fuckforforest.org. That basically is a ecological porn site. We decided to w want to do something for the planet, uh, do something for 
for nature and uh, we started a non-profit ecological organization, erotic ecological organization called fuckforforest.org that we mainly run from Berlin. We started in Norway, we met on a festival in Denmark, the Roskilde Rock Festival, where we fall in love and kind of got in a relationship with each other and later moved to Oslo where we were experimenting with different ideas how to work for ourselves and work for some bigger reason than just going to a nine-to-five type of job and uh, we both decided that ecology was our most important subject that we were both interested in and uh, yeah I was also interested in vagina and uh, women at that time and it was a good combination why Leona found interest in it uh, is her thing but I found the interest through be able to trick my ego to be able to do ecology for maybe sometimes the right reason and sometimes not the right reason, but anyway, having fun while doing it. Well, it was a long backstory to how we ended up in Mexico. Yeah, well, uh, that's how we ended up in Mexico, no? We started... Uh, <laughs> it's all connected to Fuck for Forest in the end. Now we are deciding to do this uh, small radio show to inform you people out there what has been going on in our life this last 15 years of uh, ecological development this is not uh, an ecological podcast this is a world uh, is fucked up and what do we love and hate most about it type of uh, podcast where we will talk about every kind of interesting political and spiritual and and philosophical subject from fly fishing to cook making to uh, vacuum cleaning and uh, small fluffy uh, dolls that you can have on your uh, shell as decoration or uh, or or glass things also like small things glass things like small shoes of glass or small pots of glass and stuff like this yeah and I, what i know also about chickens no yeah we will have a lot about chickens for you people who don't know so much about chickens we had chickens in our farm something we will come back to right now we are actually making an ecological project here in mexico uh, it's a quarantine uh, situation with the corona for you people that listen maybe when we get this out we all are dead already or corona went away or we got an even more dangerous disease or something happened so we will try to get this out soon so it's uh, kind of still uh, in the time what's happening what's happening to us that we got isolated in our ecological project on top of a mountain top where we couldn't find sexes with people so much anymore to fuck for forest to because fuck for forest works with like we make photos and videos with our friends and people we naturally meet that is horny interesting open-minded people and you can also send your own homemade erotic material like photos and videos you make with your partner or alone you can put vegetables up your ass and make photos of that or you don't need to have another person penetrating your body openings uh, or something you can do it totally on your own we uh, found out then in the mountain that we were kind of fucked in that situation not be able to inform and do the project in the same way we did before uh, in this corona time since uh, fucking uh, as you maybe don't know in somebody calls it love making hanky panky whatever is considered a very physical activity where people have to be pretty close and sometimes even kiss each other if you like the other person really really a lot and then might be conflict complications with the corona situation so then we decided that we will start our little podcast radio show on internet where we will try to express some of the same things we did on fuck for forest but maybe not so 
we will be naked sometimes here. We will have people maybe that will have sex uh, during the show while we talk about the fly fishing and chickens and the different things that is very interesting for us. I'm uh, interested in different things than that. Also something that maybe will come up in these programs and you as a listener can send us interesting subjects. Uh, we will take a, a fight against everything we love and hate. Uh, it's uh, in the end the same of the same subject, so we will try to not be too judgeful and not be too open-minded about anything. That's how it will be and you can influence us by sending us interesting questions or even ideas about what kind of shows or what we should take up in our show. So if you're especially interested in buttons or or things that glue that loose things together, for example, or 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 any kind of stones uh, uh, or anything like that. You can always send us information about what we should talk about exactly about that subject. Or glitter in your vagina, or think more funny stuff as well. Okay, if you had interesting sexual experiences, that fits for every radio program. So that's for sure we can make put in in some kind of fly fishing program. We will have or or some interesting food program or interview with the, the technical people in that fabric I love and stuff like this. So we can always find a way to push that sexual material inside. And we will have no censorship here. I was looking at the website now because I try to get some information about what people are doing online right now with radio. I actually worked with radio when I was younger. And my mother worked with radio, so I have a connection to the old style radio. But now with the internet, you have so much more possibilities to be yourself or do things in the way you want, because you don't have to follow any kind of radio structure that maybe a boss or someone on a network would force you to be or say to fit into some certain kind of system. And we will not follow that. No. And there will also be um, prizes, like you can win membership to Fuck for Forest. Yeah. Leona is now making tea. We have a very nice radio kitchen next to our radio studio where she's now making tea. Tea is a fusion of different plants mixed many times with hot water. Something you can make the flavor of that plant uh, come out of the of the leaves. Something that will not work with marijuana. If you don't know, you have to cook it with oil uh, or else it doesn't work. So that's probably the same with other type of plants also. But some of the plants we have here actually dissolves in water. So you can boil it for you. That is at home, you can try it out. Boil the water and then put herbs inside. Try to not put too poisonous herbs inside and everything will be fine. So I'm still waiting. Are you coming soon or? Oh, I knew it will start. <coughs> yeah, so, uh, so okay, we were doing the That's not my fault that you have strange stuff everywhere. Okay, okay. So, we we lived in uh, Berlin. It's called Ber Ber Berlin. Berlin. Uh, it's a place in Germany that has a very big amount of liberty, especially connected to sexuality and use of certain kind of stimulants. I found out that the Germans were actually making most of the synthetic type of stimulants back in the 30s that they used during the war. Something we will take up in another show about uh, cleaning windows. And that uh, is uh, interesting that we ended up there because it had that kind of amount of freedom where we could express ourselves in the way we wanted without too much consequences. So we basically went out to the street or went to clubs making small performances or making different kind of events to attract uh, sexy people that then we will uh, we attract sexy people where we will uh, meet uh, 
people that we find attractive and then make sweet love for nature or fuck them really hard for a good cause. And that was our kind of tactic to collect money for the forest because the way we collect the money is if these people helped out, they will for sure get a free access to our website, fuckforforest.org. And then uh, the people that want to watch that need to give a donation for ecology to to get access. And then we col- collected quite a lot of money and gave away to different organizations worldwide in Peru, Ecuador, Costa Rica, Slovakia, Brazil. Uh, all this project we were actually in contact with directly, but we didn't really touch the ecological part of the project. We will end up at some kind of porn clowns in Berlin waving our genitals for fun and amusement and shocking effects for people around us and still were able to do all this collecting the money. Sadly, me and Leona were interested in ecology also, no? Oh, I'm just drifting off. Uh, you were talking about consequences. Like, when? what do you mean that you didn't got consequences? I mean, everything has consequences. Yeah, okay, everything has consequences, but I'm talking about it because I'm building up towards, like, how it is to be in Me- Mexico, for example. Uh, for us, being in Berlin was kind of like a safe uh, space to experiment with erotic expression since it had uh, this kind of open-minded environment. For sure, we got consequences with friends, even with with people who didn't like us, with people that liked us, with... Everything has consequences, sometimes in a positive way. We got a lot of uh, attention from newspapers and media writing about us. We collected a lot of money. We did really good projects, something that is kind of a good consequence. The bad consequences came later, and I don't need to introduce the show with that. We should try to keep the people like happy and interesting in hearing about our story because it's so amazingly beautiful, and they don't turn it off because it certainly turns it kind of tragic and sad and, and teach us more about the dark sides of reality, something we started the project to somehow manage to look away from, no? Yeah, well, it was always there, no? Sneaking in the background. The world is always sneaking in the background. But I did some... Okay, so I was doing some research now on other people doing... uh, uh, We will not talk so much about sex because we don't know too much about it, even if we worked with an erotic project in depth for 15 years and kind of studied sexuality from another angle than what the porn industry or people working with sexuality in different ways usually do because we did it totally uncommercial. Our intention was to have fun with sex and not make a product to, to make something... Uh, that was more alive than normal pornography that represented an idea or a philosophy behind it. So that was like the fundamental ground of starting the project, no? Thinking back about the the beauty of living in the free world of Berlin. Yeah, what I wanted to say also was that this show will be about our life and about uh, things that come into our life and things we are just amused and shocked and horny or annoyed by. Uh, daily and that can be annoying for you people or it can be funny that depends so if you still listen to this means that you at least will give it a try and uh, we're happy for that thank you for uh, being part of our little show and uh, sooner or later it will be a little bit more interactive uh, it's coming out also a documentary about it's uh, existing a documentary about fuck for forest that is not a true documentary it's a kind of mockumentary or made like kind of faked by the movie directors making it and it's not telling the true story but now it comes a a more real documentary about the three first years that will be released soon so you will also be able to win a dvd Uh, if you want it signed from me and leona we can sign it for you also and you can win some of the first dvds of this on some of the game shows we will do 
in the shows in the future. So we will develop this like slowly by slowly. This is more like a testing period for us to get into it. So I was doing it during that testing, uh, looking at different projects that deal with the, since, yeah, as I said, as we have deal with sexuality for so many years, but we know nothing about it. So I tried to like search on other people that know something more about it and find some hippie couple calling themselves uh, Adam and Eve or something like this. And they do kind of like a podcast about their swinger lifestyle. And what they started with was that uh, this has an 18 year old limit to listen to. Something I haven't really got into <laughs> before, like this parent to do advisory thing on lyrics, on music and stuff doesn't exist in Norway. Uh, where I'm from, you're allowed to say dirty stuff. And it's part of the vocabulary of the Norwegian mentality. I think it's a little bit like this in Sweden also, no? Yeah, I never heard about that. No, but they started their show. They're probably an American couple, I guess. And they started the show with like, yeah, uh, and if you're a child, then you should turn off right now. Something that is pretty like, if I would listen to that as a child, I would not turn off. Uh, if they said that, it would be like, okay, this I'm going to listen to. Uh, what they talk about is their sexual life and what they're doing in their sexual life and stuff. And why can't you talk about that to children? Okay, it's, uh, some people will say like, okay, showing sexuality to children would be bad. While I could think that in the right way done it, it's a type of education because it's a very important subject about life. Uh, if you can't even hear about how adult people are uh, enjoying their sexuality or ha having a communication sexually with other people, but you still see these people, same people drinking alcohol, driving car, uh, fighting, swear, doing other kind of shitty stuff that you, that is necessary for children to see because it's part of life. And then suddenly you can't talk about it to children because it's too bad what we're doing or something like, oh yeah, we had, oh, we had sex, oh shit, what if my children found out that I like to get spanked. And was it really just like normal uh, sex or? They are swingers. So they're talking about uh, about how it is to change partner. As a swingers, for you don't know, is a couples mm, that likes to uh, change partners with other people so they don't uh, get so bored of their one partner so they go to parties together and are open-minded enough to be able to see their partner get fucked by another person and that's kind of like the swinger lifestyle and it's something swingers if they're not proud about it they should maybe stop it and it's kind of legal action to make love and it's a, like an old thing people have done for centuries and so I don't know how long time people did have sex or how long time people were kinky, but I think it existed for quite a long time. Uh, while uh, many new things like internet or or social media or, or a lot of the technology, computer games, uh, movies, whatever, is a kind of new thing. And I can understand that sometimes people are confused about if their children get hurt or take damage from watching or seeing something like this because it's such a new thing. It's just like a research drug. You know, you don't know. Somebody says like, yeah, this is like 10 times stronger than, it's like a mix of heroin and LST. And it's like, yeah, okay, great. But you don't know the consequences of that. And that's like, since you're an adult, you're allowed to take those those risks, no? Uh, well, you're not really, but you can do it anyway. And then uh, uh, children are somehow like under their, the parents' rules. So that kind of had sex to get them. But are we talking about children or teenagers? It's a big difference for me. Yeah, but I still think children can listen to, to information about sexuality, even if it's kinky. Yeah, I think they can listen to it, but I don't know if they will understand it. 
No, it is not all things children can can understand, but that doesn't mean that you can't bring your child into a city or anywhere with things around them, because for sure it's a lot of things they will not understand. So you as a parent, I guess, has the responsibility to explain it in simple way that this is what adults do. And it's actually better than drinking alcohol, something that children has to kind of relate to all the time. And nobody explains them about why adult people need to be fucked up on drugs or alcohol. Like drugs is another subject for children. But since alcohol is allowed in our society as a legal fucked up drug, uh, they can kind of see their parents be dr drunk and say weird stuff. And uh, oh, yeah, it's just because we're drunk, you know. That's okay to explain a child, but uh, that uh, you like to get us uh, like to change your partners and maybe even have more kinky sex is too much for children. And then I think maybe the educational system is somehow wrong. In that case, I would say it's the parents that are wrong because the educational system comes in when it's go to school yeah so so that was well what we did with fuck for forest.org was to kind of try to make a sexual education tool since most things on the internet connected to porn is so commercially driven and all the people doing it or not all but many people doing it do it most for the money and it's a production where people are told do this do that and it's many times the view of what people want to sell that get promoted in those videos and many times that shows a very twisted view on sexuality since we all need education about it so we were like okay how do we make uh, something sexy that shows something beautiful uh, like since sex is nature since our sexuality produces nature and is very big part of nature we thought that would be a good subject to reconnect to nature with and then uh, make a sexual educational platform for adult people but what we realized later also is that uh, and i did study this i'm not coming out uh, with this just on uh, bare ground and Norway and Norway and Switzerland is some of the countries that is most advanced on sexual education actually and they've been doing a lot of research on children and found out that direct education instead of showing drawings uh, you show real things because it's part of reality and children need a relationship to bodies and sexuality in an honest way and that's not the same as pushing an adult view on sexuality on children like forcing them you have to do it in a way that you with intention is educational I mean, that's not the same as abusing children sexually and that's what people are afraid of many times is to 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 to, to deal with sexuality in an honest way because you have so many perverts around i mean children are extremely curious especially on bodies uh, about sex about everything so I mean it's not like you have to push it on children they're usually very curious they're usually curious and yeah. I know I, I I was playing I had group sex and doctor games when I was four or five years old with I was growing up, up on the countryside in Norway and I only had female friends around me so it was me and four girls I think playing a lot and I was many times being a doctor since i come from uh, the male part of that upbringing as a child i felt that no, i don't think so they played also doctor on me we did a very open sexually uh, gender very very stable gender orientation between us so we said like, you are doctor now i'm doctor five, five minutes you're doctor five minutes i'm doctor but anyway we did yeah. things Good. To you were already in time at that time yeah we were very very uh, in time at that time and uh, I learned a lot from that. 
I think it's a healthy thing uh, that adults uh, interfere with that is perverted, but children do have a sexuality and children do have an interest in it, just like they have interest in other things about their body. Why do I poop? Why do I pee? Why do I die? And many things that it's complicated sometimes to explain children, but it's kind of part of life. And I think uh, we as adults have uh, some kind of responsibility to educate children in a better way about this. And I found uh, also out that they say that uh, uh, kids that got that kind of education direct, they many times are more strong against sexual abusers because sexual abusers many times use the fair specter to manipulate children. Like, oh yeah, if you tell someone, no one will love you anymore and they will hate you and it's wrong what you did. And, make the children feel that they did something wrong and that makes an abuser be able to continue the abuse for years instead of the child understanding this is going, o going over my borders. I'm actually experiencing violence right now and I will tell people around me what's going on. So the fuck for four, that was the like, kind of serious part of fuck for four is because suddenly we got into things that we were actually doing education on different type of levels and we worked with this for, for many years. So can you tell how well, I, I mean, when I was, I was part of starting Fuck for Forest, but I had no, I didn't have that. <clears throat> when I started Fuck for Forest, I had not so much um, ideas about this part, like the sexual part. I didn't know that people had all these kind of problems with sex, no? I was growing up in Sweden, and Sweden is kind of progressive, I understand, later. <clears throat> as a woman, as a girl, you can have sex, you can experiment, and you are not considered a slut or looked down on just because you are like, you're experimenting, no? And that's something I understood later, that that's kind of special. And also the part with sexual education, I mean, uh, the sexual education I had was super bad in school, I mean, and I still managed to figure things out. And I think telling people that they have to, uh, on a radio show, censure themselves or telling people i mean maybe you can warn people okay it's going to be uh, we're going to talk about sex if you have traumas maybe don't listen but to say that you have to be over 18 to listen to people talking about sex that is everywhere and it's actually good to talk about is kind of suppressive i think it's really difficult i think it's the in the end, what will define the child's more words and way of attitude is the people on their same age. Many times kids actually find their parents stupid and things like this. And I have a friend, for example, I was in front of his daughter and I say a lot of the word fuck. I like the word fuck. It's a very nice word to use for different things. And he asked me politely if I could stop saying some dirty words around his daughter. And I, it provocated me because I'm kind of a, I believe in freedom of, of expression and it's part of me. So I should moderate myself for his daughter, even if I am that kind of person. So I got in the idea that I'm not child friendly, that my attitude or my way of talking or being is uh, not uh, for children. But I know that these children will not grow up saying fuck just because I said it. It's part of a bigger system, a bigger society than that. It's in the popular culture. If you're English, if you speak or understand English, it's all around us all the time. And it's many interesting thing that contains the word fuck. So I don't feel I'm, I'm big or godly enough to be able to imprint this word fuck in every child's head that I say it to. So I find it absolutely uh, repressive and uh, insulting to, to to explain other people how to talk and what to not talk about 
it's it's also educating your children about uh, fascism i think it's like okay if that person says that you should say something you should say it if uh, or else you will shame other people and uh, you will not be part of society and yeah to a certain degree i uh, i i do agree with provocation for the pure sense of provocating is too easy for me at least i i can it's so easy to provocate people but uh, sometimes you have to provocate when you educate no, something that's happened with women liberation, with gay rights, with all kind of freedom rights was that people had to push the borders and was some people don't like it, it doesn't mean that it's wrong. So when people do it for the right intention, they really believe in what they're doing, then maybe, but that's, that applies for Hitler also, I guess, in the end, that also did what he wanted to do, so... Uh, I don't know where the border is, <laughs> actually. We, because as Fuck for Forest, we experienced, like, it actually started as a fundamental like this for me because I had two special interests in Fuck for Forest. This was the purely ecological part, but then it was also the part that in the time we started Fuck for Forest, pornography or the idea of showing human beings having sex or fucking uh, was forbidden to show in Norway. You couldn't buy a movie with, you could buy soft, what people call soft porn. Uh, I find it pretty offensive that people call normal sex hard porn or hardcore sex when it's just people having sex. I, I, I know hardcore sex, I've seen hardcore sex. I have friends that, that likes blood and shit and things that is like, okay, I think this is starting to go over to hardcore sex. But that's also, that's also discussable, no? But it's like, okay, if you call some people fucking, you see the dick going inside uh, a vagina or even an ass of uh, like same gender, uh, it's still it's two people that wants to do that. How is that difficult to explain? It's not hardcore. And it's like, okay, they make these funny sounds because it's a type of pleasure that they experience in that moment. And it's, that's what adults do. And that's what is part, it's a big part of the adult life that is not necessary to hide for anyone. Excuse me, what does soft porn mean? Soft porn means uh, sensual porn with no penetration. Uh, this is filmed from directions where you don't see the erected penis or vagina, open vagina with the penetration in anal or vagina. So that was like faked? You fake the porn, you fake you, the sex scenes. That's the funny thing, because you, you, you made a softcore porn uh, with that, where you fake the sex scenes and probably had to pay the people less, no, to just like, oh, let's pretend that you're fucking and then we just cut it in the right way and it looks like you're fucking. But the funny thing is that in Norway, it's like, it, in that time, oh, no, it's so bad to show porn. It's like, that's the, people are suffering in the porn industry and they're probably abused. And then it's like, yeah, but you're allowed to show porn movies that is recutted, or they put a bla in, in porn magazine, they will put a black spot over the dirty, the, what they would see as the dirty parts, because who choose what's the dirty parts of a human being? It's like, what makes the nose different than my asshole? I don't know. But uh, someone made these rules that some parts of our body, and then they criticize other cultures, like, oh, they have to hide their hair. It's like, yeah. As a friend of me, he was like, no, I'm a free man. I don't wear masks in this Corona time, you know? And I said like, yeah, try to go naked on the street now and see how long before you are in jail. So how fucking free are you? Oh yeah, but he's not a nudist though, so he wouldn't do that, but I would do that. And I, I, I what's like, I'm happy that sometimes this, 
ugly humans have to hide their face behind a kind of more fashionable mask. Well, I would like all the way, actually. It's a, I'm, it's a halfway joke and half, halfway through. It's so in, interesting now to try to flirt with people out on the street here that have masks, because everyone has masks in the city we live now. And I kind of have to try to find other ways to find people attractive. And the eyes, the choice of masks, like, hey, a very interesting mask you have today, or it's like a different way of flirting. And it's kind of like a costume party, no, no, and you don't really know how the person looks like. So it's kind of like a surprise. It can be in both ways. Uh, it ma for me, it makes a lot more people beautiful. That's for sure. I couldn't be in, uh, so I don't have that freedom to, 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 to just be naked. If I want to have uh, people have the freedom to to drive car and pollute and buy things in plastic and even fighting is considered a sport. Fighting is considered a sport. I have nothing against it. I find it really funny to see people beat the shit out of each other. And I would actually prefer gladiator fights because you have enough crazy people on this planet that want to kill each other also. So just see them in the right environment with some popcorn and a good friend and in the right mood would be more entertaining than watching boxing, for example, for me personally. But then why why is it not any sex matches? Like who can fuck longest or who can uh, like like do it the best way, like best style? You get both for both how long and the style, like points or something? I think in the 60s and 70s, porn was more like this. Yeah, yeah, okay, so uh, what I wanted to talk about was like all this stigmatization of sex, like in Norway, this was really controlled and they put a black spot over the, the dirty part, they see as the dirty parts, and they would cut away the parts where you see penetration or an erected dick or an open vagina or, or something like this. What's the point? And it's like, okay, you say, it's not because you want to save the people then, it's just because you find this uh, ugly, obscene that's the thing you find it obscene that obscene or oh, i don't know that doesn't exist in the region but uh, obscene is uh, I, I i found it today because i was uh, I, I, yeah because we experienced we experienced i found it today because we experienced a lot of problems with fuck for forest on social media platforms and different places in general we actually closed down the anarchistic congress of berlin why because we were naked and why were we naked because we wanted to be naked. Uh, yeah, it was a little bit more complicated because we were supposed to go there to meet other people. Just I mean, it was theoretically it was supposed to be a demonstration, but a naked demonstration for practicing demonstrations, activism, and it was supposed to be a naked one. And we were a group of friends. We got there, the anarchistic congress had closed down, already then closed down the naked demonstration. We were not allowed to have the naked demonstration. They told us we were not allowed to have a naked demonstration. Yeah, they found out the day before because we were there the day before, and then some not people connected to the fuck for forest even met a kind of young punk boy on the anarchist congress that was like, "Why are you just here not doing anything? Like we should do something like a, prote a protest. No, we should stop the traffic." Or he decided, "Okay, we will make a naked." block in the in the road somewhere and he was like going to organize this and we were like yay okay we go there tomorrow because it's better that we have like time to think and we get more people with us and we just come we got the time we're meeting and stuff and when we got down there then that was the situation no? yeah, we were already a group of friends hanging out there because we wanted to go to an anarchistic congress actually to hook up with cute guys and girls yeah we were more there to flirt and then when we got down there the day after they told us 
oh yeah, you're fuck for forest, uh, and we were like, yeah, and they were like, okay, we heard you're going to do a naked auction, if you do any naked auction here or around, we will throw you out. And But it was not us that organized this demonstration, or wanted to do this demonstration. No, we were just part of it, but then we organized to like, okay, we will make a, a protest against you and anarchistic congress, so a, a group of fuck for forest got naked inside the congress, like, we just got naked. I mean, we were not so many, we were three people, I think. Yeah, okay, so not so many. We were a little group and that destroyed. Suddenly everything on the anarchist, it was the anarchistic congress of Berlin. Everyone uh, was talking about Fuck for Forest. It was like one group in one side being like, yeah, but they're just naked, what's the anarchistic congress, what's your problem? And other group was like, they're offending people, they're naked, they should... They wanted, one group wanted to beat us up and the other group was totally shocked about that group wanted me to do that for that reason. So it, it came like a group of like three kind of punk kids from the countries of Germany came over to us and was like crying, being like, don't tell us that you, they're gonna beat you up or throw you out because you're naked. Because Germany has a kind of like long tradition of nudism. Like it was very normal in the in the Soviet time and when, uh, when the Soviets had uh, had control over Berlin, a part of Berlin. Uh, in their culture, nudity is called freie body culture. It's a free body culture. And everyone, the whole family went naked to the beach and everyone saw it started naked and nudity was no problem in art, in movies, on the beach. Something that hangs in parts of the German culture still. Yeah, because if you go to a nudist beach nowadays, it's mainly all German people. Yeah, right now it seems like they still are good with it. The young people are, it's not cool enough to be naked. You can't show all your cool, freaky, alternative, punky or hippie or artist clothes off. Like being naked takes a lot of, then you have, to, okay, some people deal with it with tattoos and shit like this, but it's like, still humans right now we are so insecure about ourselves and so confused and miss our tribe or our connection to other people in such a way so we holding on our image or what we think we are i think that could be the thing with the young people no yeah it's a little bit sad because like you have this generation before where they were kind of had this open liberal way and then they get kids and their kids get totally freaked out if they say naked people. I don't think they get freaked out. That's not the thing. I think they're just like too cool to be naked, kind of. I have the same problem. I felt it myself uh, I, on KitKat Club, for example, that is an erotic club in Berlin, uh, a discotheque that is very, very interesting. If you are, ever are in Berlin, you should check it out if Corona ever goes over and people can have parties again. But there it's an interesting place to see sexuality in a free way. And it works out really good. Okay, so I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm, no, so, I'm, so I'm on KitKat, no? and there I usually were dressed up. On KitKat Club I was dressed up in kind of sexy fantasy, kind of just experimenting with like costumes that was very sexy, like with, with dick out and like sometimes not, sometimes yes, like that I don't have a problem with, but I tried to be on KitKat sometimes just naked. I did it two or three times, just naked, and it always felt like I was missing something that I was like, I felt so vulnerable, so without my armor, without me, what I identify with is like kind of gone away and... But well, that was like in a sexual setting, though. it's a sex club, it's not like a nudist beach. No, but still I found it more difficult to, for example, go over to people I don't know or flirt with a girl when I'm totally naked. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know why. 
it's like I shouldn't really care, no? So I see I also have some programs. I mean, I was totally terrified the first time I had to be naked on a beach. I hated it. The first time we went to naked beach and they're like, either you're naked or you go away from here. And I was like, fuck, then I'd rather go away, no? It took some time for me to feel comfortable on a naked beach also. Yeah, I know naked beaches because sometimes there I feel more comfortable because everyone's naked. So I guess it's maybe that that like I've seen that also with other places we've been where it's not a naked beach or not a naked area and we got naked and other people get naked because they just feel oh yeah it's this group of five people being naked it's not a problem I'm naked I can go in the water naked also it actually has a very liberating effect on other people if you don't do it in a way too conservative area where people will act shocked and hysterical because of a naked person while the world is falling apart around us. There's so many other things you should maybe start to put the finger on, I think. And there's a lot of perverted, violent and abusive people out there that is not naked. Uh, usually those people that fuck you over most is not uh, those nudists. They're not famous for being the most dangerous people in the world for sure you have perverts everywhere but being naked is not perverted it's your view on nudity i think <laughs> that is perverted and people's way of thinking what they can do to other people yeah we were on this nudist festival and there was like people hiding in the bushes taking photos of the naked people on the beach yeah then that's in mexico and there's people still do that in germany and it's a it's a type of fetish also it's voyeurism that you get attracted or you don't want to be part of the situation but you get it's such a it's such a sexual uh, ignition such a, such an attraction to to feel you can't stop yourself from trying to find people <laughs> that you can look without them knowing no and that's the kink and I, I personally have no problem with it because people look at me all the time for other reasons and people look at you many times for bad reasons. I think sex is good. So if people don't come and touch me or annoy my situation and I don't know about it and they get a nice wank or masturbation in the bushes, I'm happy for them and I'm happy to provide that service for society to make those people happy. And I know, and it's not just because I'm a guy I'm saying this, I have many women friends that would say the same and would be happy to please. And that's what we do with Fuck for Forest also. We're happy to please and happy to show ourselves for you people as an alternative to commercial porn. And uh, yeah, so that's what we're trying to deal with. And then we're trying to do our information on social media, on Facebook, for example, that don't allow. We've been banned from Facebook, I don't know how many times, and they took away, I don't know how many things. And I think, okay, we do things very like in your face and very, sometimes very without filters, but we are definitely doing it for educational reasons or for do, getting something uh, back from this, uh, this energy that is positive for the world. And I don't think it's bad for anyone. You can show violence and abuse and war and, and medical operations. <laughs> you can show an, uh, a human making an unnatural body opening in a person and put metal inside because it's part of an operation. Uh, something that didn't exist so many years while penetration through natural body openings. Also, uh, homosexuality has existed. Uh, I don't know if humans even know how long, but pretty long and pretty much longer than chirurgic. You can see people getting a breast implant because it's a it, it's it's a process, a medical process. So I that's mean, a part of rea that's part of reality. Okay. 
Okay, just for you that don't understand, we're talking about the rules that make things allowed and not allowed on social media. For example, on social media, you are not allowed to show sex, penetration, nudity, if it's not breastfeeding or operations. That was what he tried to say. Yeah, some places breastfeeding. Breastfeeding is in the gray zone many places still, and some people fight it for it to get that legalized on on uh, on Facebook because giving your child like the, the body has been sexualized to such an extent that uh, that giving food to your baby is considered a sexual act for people to watch and then who's the pervert uh, the woman giving food to her baby maybe I don't know it's like okay that's the pervert or the person that sexualized her by feeling offended by seeing that because some places is even forbidden in public uh, I don't understand that that's really sick in America some places I don't know how it is now but I know it was forbidden in many states in America before and many other places in the world public breastfeeding is considered uh, Totally a no-no. <laughs> I can't understand that you're giving birth to your baby. It needs food, no? But yeah, that's the miracle of life. You can see that also some places they will promote or that seeing a birth is beautiful. But seeing the act that makes the birth that is fucking is considered pornography all the time and is not have anything to do with life no and now nothing about the uh, things we need to know now we need to know about war right and medical operations and all kind of other shit murder and shit that's going on all around us and pedophile priests and whatever we need to know even better the, all the details but sex is too much for anyone for us and our children to deal with I have seen really disturbing uh, photos on the internet, for, on social media, about animals getting beaten almost to death, starved to death. I mean, that disturbs me. And But I'm not like, oh, you can't put it there. You yeah. can see accidents, you can see dead people, people shot and stuff. Yeah, because it's reality, no? Okay, but all those people that got shot got made by fucking also so all of those people you can just think about that when you see that dead guy getting killed uh, or in war and it's like uh, it, it's like he get prize and award for making that beautiful photo for example this photo these people that explodes they manage to make the photo exactly it's the person that dies also they made a photo that ex exactly an explosion and everyone dies and it's such sort a of beautiful photo somehow connected to what it represents but still it's like uh, that's considered less offensive than sex that, that made all those people exploding. So like it's the cause and effect of everything. Maybe that's why it's oh shit, it made all this shit happen. That's why all this shit happened because we're fucking and that's the shit happens because of that. And that's why we should get it away and forbid it. But we want it all the time anyway. And we will just sit in the corner and behind them so in the dark and look at this porn. We would say as bad for other people. So we're basically banning sex from internet because because Hitler got born? Yeah, it could be. Could be Napoleon got born from sex, uh, Hitler got born, Mussolini, many other assholes, but also some nice people got made from sex. And in the moment you can actually have, if you learn more about sexuality, it's possible to have more fun with sex without getting children. It's also possible. Actually, that's very, very possible. So it's like sexuality for humans is something more, it's something about communication, something about learning about life that some people just try to make us not learn. And I think it's a little bit a part of keeping us away from our personal evolution about finding out what we really are. And that's like what, uh, that's why we were looking for different options on the, we are on Twitter. So you can go to Twitter, you go to fuck for forest 
us fuck for forest us uh, on twitter and uh, there you can see that twitter is pretty they are pretty nice to us when it comes to us be able to express what we actually are doing and we haven't experienced that so much with facebook for example that is pretty childish about how i've been putting out so much shit there to see if they ban it or that's all with violence and horrible stuff and medical operation and it's totally fine if you put like a nipple is just shining through a little bit too much too little thick fabric they will ban it <laughs> i mean i heard that they even have a robot on uh, on facebook they have a robot that looks for nipples then we got this new social media called gab uh, and it's uh, it's like supposed to be like the new freedom of expression or, or freedom of speech platform that i've captured a lot of fascists and people with very extreme views to go there because they're not allowed to express themselves anymore <laughs> on other social media, something I find absolutely ridiculous because, yeah, because if you don't hear your uh, enemy expressing themselves, you don't know where they are and you have no chance to influence anything at all. And it's just another type, it's just another side of the fascist idea that people and that is working a lot to, to censure the internet now uh, was part of uh, before the same kind of political groups many times were actually trying to be able to express themselves and fascism was a lot about denying people to express their views and that happens in any state it could be communistic it can be purely fascistic if the people in the end are not allowed to say what they want it's pretty dangerous and i personally find gap when i went there i was like oh yeah it's a lot of trump supporters and a lot of like fascist oriented people uh, white trash people that i find funny to see what they also think I started to get bored of being on Facebook, being like, oh yeah, they also are against that. Oh yeah, they also, oh yeah, they also interested. Oh, they're also for that. Uh, they also say exactly what's tolerated and accepted in our time, or else they're afraid of getting all their friends against them and even lose their job or something like that. So uh, fresh view, to uh, fresh air for me to see that, okay, there's some people meaning stuff that I don't like also. And that makes me more creative and it makes me know where I have the people that don't understand why you people out there that try to make uh, certain offensive ideas or uh, or things from the internet that you find offensive, like hate speech, what you call it or stuff. Why you want that away? Because it makes the people still hate. They will hate you also and they will hate still, but you don't know what they're hating and you don't know where they are hating and how many is of them. So what what does that change? It's like, okay, you just destroy the whole possibility to know the people that you call your enemy and not get to know them. You have no chance to, to develop. And then, oh yeah, now you're happy because you're right and you got all the evil people says shit to, uh, to other, about others away from the internet and you are nice because, yeah, you got them to shut up, no? Then you're a nice person. Wow, yeah, you should be happy about yourself. If you listen, any of you like uh, censorship people when it comes to anything, actually, that is not about like real violence and real abuse. If it's fantasy, if it's movies, if it's lyrics, if it's written word. If any of you that listen now would like to take words away or say it's hate speech just because they're criticizing people in a way with words you don't like and you want that totally away from the world, then I love you so much. Thank you so much for being able to, 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 to express that to me, that you do that. 
so I can like at least think I'm kind of interested in the freedom of expression and and freedom of speech and I think it's like a human fundamental right just like be naked you are honest you say what you think even if people even if it's not popular and then maybe people can educate you and if you're not educational educate as able to change your mind maybe you were right or maybe you're just an asshole and then people have the right to say that or think that about you also no, I find it uh, confusing. But what I find really also disturbing is that they are like the government, their jobs. Everybody is like applying. No, not everybody, but in America now, like when I search for a visa to take an airplane through America, they wanted to know my Facebook account. And then come on, what does they have to do with that? That's why I've been talking a lot to Leona about this lately, like, because I think like, Facebook is not a social media. Social is the, and uh, I go to a friend's house to be social and they all, all the people there refuse me to say what I want without bullying me or threatening me or make me feel I'm much more stupid or, or politically incorrect for them. I wouldn't feel I was in a good social space. I wouldn't feel accepted there. It's not really social. A social, if you call something a social media platform, should give people the possibility to express their views and feel they're part of a social network, even if they're not expressing exactly what's But they should also right. be allowed to say, no, I don't like your opinion, no? They should also be allowed to say, I don't want to be part of Facebook, because, but I don't think Facebook uh, should be, I don't know, I think people, they can lie if they want and stuff like this, but I don't think it's okay that they promote themselves as a, as a social media platform. I think then they can call themselves a religious organization or political organization or philosophical organization with some type of view that will keep you away from being able to be yourself there because they're selling a wrong product. If I, I get a box of shoes I order from internet and inside the shoes it's like a, it's, it's a hard disk. I didn't get, okay, maybe the hard disk is uh, more worse than the shoes and I will be like, yeah, I can sell hard disk and get better shoes. But okay, you order some like a hard disk and you get a pack of cigarettes and then I mean, you don't even smoke. And then it's like, okay, you advertise a product that is not what you are selling well, because Facebook do make money on what they're doing. So they're selling a product that is not what they say it is because they so can have the rules and conditions, but then they can't call it a social platform. I mean, uh, Facebook is more a politically correctness club for like-minded and people that doesn't have a political opinion or anything like this. Went more and more in that direction slow. Okay, you want to do research now? I want to just want to check the front page of Facebook and see what they actually promote themselves okay, as. Okay, well, we can go back to that because I need this open. First. Okay. Facebook was in the beginning much more open and then slowly they've been tightening the grid around people's personal freedoms and been used also to a way to spy at you and sell you all kind of shit to especially personalize the advertisement for you or even sell the data to other companies or the government okay they're they're not very social and then they're against us expressing okay i can make a photo next to some some uh, horrible uh, shame food uh, uh, store and be like, oh, I'm on the Shenfu and promote a really shitty product that kills people every year with uh, being really unhealthy. Or I can show a photo of me making love with my lover in my bed, something that I do hopefully every day. And, and it's a part of my life. 
but it's not accepted to show that part of that's the part of the life that society don't accept or some parts of society don't accept and should they be allowed to not accept that just because they say they don't like it then i will say i don't like cars and please then everyone stop driving cars because i don't like it and i'm sure i can find a big enough group to see that it's not just percentage that don't like cars it's a big group that like don't like cars it will get like even bigger than catholic church even maybe and then with like big organization that don't like cars how big organization that don't like cars can i make before i get my will yeah like the smoking people that made it forbidden to smoke in bars they were a big enough group to actually manage to change the fucking law So yeah, that's uh, maybe we have a possibility to change. Maybe you will not drive car in some years uh, if you are interested in cars. But uh, yeah, okay. What uh, that we were doing uh, with Facebook then was that okay, we looked for other alternatives where we could express ourselves. We men- mentioned Twitter. It's raining. Okay, we mentioned Twitter. That is, uh, we mentioned Twitter. That is kind of liberal towards us. At least I see also they censure and ban people for different weird reasons, but. For so far, we had a very uh, open way to express our views on sexuality and nature and ideas about politics or whatever on Twitter. And then we wanted like, okay, we want to joke more with shit also. I like to joke with shit and then suddenly I can maybe say something that you think is serious. I don't know, but maybe. I say something and you're like, shit, you're so fascist. Because I would like, just like liking to joke with shit I don't like and that's the way I stay alive. So, okay, I express this in a way that makes you hate me. Uh, and uh, then I was like, uh, okay, uh, we can uh, look for a uh, place where we can be more extreme, just joke with shit more. So we heard about Gabno. So we went there and then... Uh, They still haven't banned us, so I can't really talk too much shit. I just went through their... Co- because some, we, I put out a photo of someone in a tree naked, and you don't see the person almost. And then I found out that uh, they uh, one member said, like, oh, this is not legal on Grab. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I checked out the rules, uh, and then to be... Uh, obscene. To be obscene. To be obscene, I didn't know what obscene really means. So I was, uh, many times people don't know what, uh, I don't know if you know what obscene really means. Uh, I will explain it later, but uh, yeah, this says to be obscene, sexually explicit or pornographic is not allowed. Note note that mere nudity uh, as a form of uh, protest or for educational medical reasons will be tolerated. So there, there still is like, okay, if I show some people getting a breast implant, it's, it's more okay than somebody squeezing their tits or somebody squeezing someone else's tits or even a child sucking on your nipple. But uh, so I checked out like to obscene was actually just connected to sexual, sexual stuff. While Tommy is researching what the word obscene mean, I can explain again. So um, we in Fuck for Forest, we try to make people join our project because we find it beautiful. So we put out information on all social media or a social media platform or whatever we should rename it to, to make it more correct. And many times we get the problem that our photos is too much for these pages. Like even if we just naked or having fun with each other. There's no abuse in these photos. Nobody got paid, nobody got sexually abused, nobody got raped, nothing bad happened. People actually have fun on those photos or enjoying themselves. These photos are still too bad for these platforms because we are 
destroying people's mind or we are messing with people or we are destroying young children's view on sexuality, something bad at least. So we got banned multiple times on different of these platforms. So we are searching for something where we are allowed to express ourselves. Yeah, and we can still do it on uh, Twitter, but uh, I would use obscene. It's a little bit obscene to to deny people to express such an important part of their life and such a big part of human culture and psychology and nature in general. Uh, I can't believe that that's that we got to a point where that's. Uh, there's been for a long time this kind of view on sexuality. So I was like, okay, obscene means portrait or description of sexual matters, offensive or disgusting by accepted standards of morality and decency. So morality and decency is for me that likes to think about things sometimes very relative, I think, and it changed all the time. So like a statue that was naked before could be considered obscene. Uh, maybe now also, but then people will not take that person serious anymore. If like they say like, oh, that that uh, naked statue there is a super obscene, it's like, get over it. Well, I don't remember ever ha- having to vote about what I find obscene or not obscene. Like my view is obviously not counted here. I mean, it's obviously some people sitting in some office that are deciding what is the public's opinion about what is obscene in our time. Because I don't, I never had to tell my opinion about these things. No, I think it's based on like society's general moral, just like, uh, just like you shouldn't marry more than one person. Something that's also very, very, very suppressive. If I would like to love more than one person, as yeah, this is a society can choose those moral rules. What's okay for my sexual life? Uh, I think now in Norway you can change your sex without any kind of psychology or like going to therapy or something before you can just decide I'm a woman now and you have to accept it and then society has to accept it but they can't accept me being married with two people oh, two yes, men we... or two women or we, who I want to be with and who I want to I want to make my own ideas about who I love and how I love them. In Sweden, they're actually working on changing that rule that you should be able to marry two women or two men or whatever. That's that I'm great. not That I'm not sure about, but I'm sure about that they're working on that you could marry two people. I'm not sure about the sex genders here, but... That sounds good. It sounds like uh, Sweden is kind of progressive on this stuff. I think it's also allowed in Sweden to be naked anywhere as long as you don't uh, go into people's personal swear and start like masturbate in front of them or I touch th- them or stuff like this. I think like it this. was even allowed to masturbate as outside in public, but under some special rules. Yeah, as long as you d- don't interfere with other people. Yeah, yeah because it's pe- people drive cars. They're pretty polluting. They're pretty destructive. They're, and I use cars again as many other things humans have gone used to of products, of things they're eating, of, of factories that do destroy the planet and do pollute our water that we drink every day. And in the idea of that, then we have dogs running around fucking uh, peeing, shitting everywhere. So like that some humans are naked or having sex. Yeah, that's that would probably destroy the world. No, I, I don't think so. So so it's a kind of paradox that that uh, humans are so disgusting, so destructive, so so in- extremely polluting but still we find our natural body and sexuality so disgusting that it should be kept away from society behind closed doors. It's like a private thing. Maybe it should be more a private thing to not be such a fucking psychopath. These people in business and stuff are pretty open about what they're doing. 
I mean, you don't have to go and fuck on top of other people. I mean, that is maybe going over the line. But I mean, what you, if you fuck at home and you make photos of it and you're proud about it and like, hey, this is me and my girlfriend, why can't you publish that? Because people don't want us to be proud about it, because it will make us uh, less neurotic and less fearful for ourselves and uh, more honest and therefore wouldn't just repeat uh, the bullshit that uh, the school system and educational system and politicians do feed our brains with and make us like small parrots repeating shit we don't even believe in. So I think it's like sexuality is such a important uh, natural instinct it's just like if it would be sinful to eat and people have to hide every time they eat it will i think it will create some kind of sexual dysfunction you know, some kind of psychological dysfunction for mo many people to have to go through to hide the natural instinct like that in that way so so food is okay you can like you can sell all kind of shitty food to people wrapped in plastic that is contains full of chemicals and shit like this but uh, but pornography harms i see here on a facebook page that has like did you know pornography has been linked to sexual dysfunction sexual violence child abuse sex trafficking and more then i can be like about everything like Christian people has been linked to sexual dysfunction, sexual violence, child abuse, sex trafficking and more. Politicians has been linked to sexual dysfunction, sexual violence, child abuse, sex trafficking and more. Are you sure it's only porn? I know it's a lot of shitty porn out there, but I know like people got over this in the 80s with like, yeah, kids do get uh, inspired by movies and sometimes some stupid kid think it's Batman and he flies out the window and he dies. And that's tragical for the family and funny for others. And then it's more people that is like uh, doing karate and then Kata, there's a Bruce Lee movie and then they kill a guy or they think they're Chucky and they chop up their whole family with a knife or they saw a porn movie with someone get shitted on and they just want their sister to shit in their mouth the next day. Or, yeah, I know it's like uh, and computer games like warping the mind of young people. Well, but I think porn movies are a little bit more realistic in some way because it's like real there's no stuntment or there is no flying things there are no fake knives there's like just people having sex but in different ways and I know that a lot of the sexual education nowadays come from watching porn because people are so afraid to talk about sex so teenagers get their education on on, on sex on porn no? Yeah, that's why we should try to make more good porn instead of trying to make porn go away. We should try to be like, okay, it's just like if it was just shitty movies or shitty music out there. Some people would be like, oh yeah, but maybe we should make an alternative that actually challenge people in a different way. And in sexuality, that haven't been done so much. And there was where we like, kind of felt we were part of Fuck for Forest with that to try to bring sexuality <laughs> some as something beautiful for ourselves and things around us and do something good about it and if more people would make more good porn movies our, our our kids that will see porn in some way or another sooner or later will have some alternatives to understand sexuality in a little bit better way and not to, because it's just like it, you can criticize porn but sometimes it's, you can criticize it if you know the people behind was abused or it was really bad made like people suffered in the production but okay if you know that people didn't suffer but they just made a shitty product where they express different type of views on sexuality that's very stereotype or very boring or very like ugly made uh, or something like this you can still not criticize it more than that it's just a bad movie 
and then maybe you should like try to find a better one or make a better one yourself no instead of just like no i don't like this okay you don't have to like pornography either but i know that pornography also helped people in relationships to have a better to test out things to learn things but it's about what kind of pornography you watch i had a friend and she told me that she teached her boyfriend to lick her better by looking at movies that she liked and how she wanted to get licked yeah i know many examples like this that uh, couples that used pornography as a way and that was the first thing that got legal in norway actually with showing it was some penetration in the movie it was like uh, like a sexual educational movie with real penet- real people fucking so it was penetration and that got first thing it was legal in norway then lush von trier made the idiots with the with a fucking scene and it suddenly was like okay as then they made these rules about as long as sexuality is mo- more there or not only to 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 make you horny but to make you also learn something, then it's okay. Yeah, but it's not learning about being horny also okay, or that's not learning something, learning how to have a better orgasm or to masturbate in a better way or to talk to your partner more open about it or something like, you can't probably learn something from that. It's like some people think that there's something you don't learn from. And I don't think so. I think you learn from everything. And it's like to try to stop something because you don't understand it or you don't like it. It's also a process for you to learn something. But you deny the other people to learn the same as you. Like that's in, in Norway, you had all this censorship in the eighties. Not only with pornography, where it's not was allowed to show at all, but it was, no, it was, uh, it was also with the violence in movies. And they, they, they cut away both sexual scenes and violence in movies. Like they would totally destroy movies. Like Evil Dead was, if you know a little bit about old style horror movies, was forbidden in Norway. Rambo was totally forbidden. It got out totally cutted and simple killing scenes was cut away. The funny thing is that there sits some people watching through all of this. Is it like a board of people sitting, okay, I have to watch this movie, I have to watch this porn movie, and then decide for other people if they can watch it or not. And then when they say no, they deny the other people to make their own opinion about that. Yeah, what if I like it though? This is not good for people. <laughs> There's like, oh, you have pretty big balls to do that. You should be also feel very good about yourself having that possibility to, to guide people into what's good art or what's not art or what what's a bad movie or what's a, or where the, the violence oh yeah if nobody got hurt in the production it's like okay it's just fake blood and effects oh no that's really bad where how and then like, yeah, so Norway had this and then then it also was with the porn it was not f- allowed to show and then uh, when we started fuck for forest that was how we that was a part of my interest in freedom of expression and pissed me off to a point where I couldn't deal with it anymore. I tried to get all the movies that was uh, totally forbidden in Norway. I had the connection in, in Oslo that was pirating, copying all kind of the worst kind of movies you could get. And I was pretty young by then and I got this contact through someone, I don't remember. And I managed to get my hands on all the total forbidden movies. And I had a very special kink and kind of a sexual feeling about watching this, having that freedom to just fuck you i watch what the fuck i want to make my own i didn't even think about it in a philosophical way it was just natural for me as a person to do that when we started fuck for forest that was how we got we got money from the government in norway in a time pornography was forbidden to start fuck for forest because the guy on the office in the government liked my idea and i could put it together with lash von trier's idiots and that it was a sexual educational project, uh, like it or not, but it's more than just making people horny. 
And that was the first thing we got in Norway was government sponsors environmental porn and they stopped our foundings the last two months. And yeah, and for you kids that are listening, a normal porn is made by actors for you who don't know it. But if you want to watch more real porn, I recommend to watch amateur porn, Fuck for Forest. There's a lot of options out there for more sexual educational porn if you don't want to look at the mainstream commercial capitalistic porn. No, no, just no porn. Sex uh, is natural and beautiful if performed in the right way. If you're very young and you listen to this, it's not for you yet. Just like many other things like eating too strong chili or or driving a car, something that is really shit. That is, you can't do that yet if you're too young anyway. But sex is not really like that. It's actually how we all got created and it's a very important part of human culture and how to communicate. And you should not be afraid of learning about it. And you will feel yourself when the time is when you want to experiment about it. So then you can get inspiration by alternative porn. Uh, try to see more views on the same subject and then piece it together yourself because it's all around you. I'm not saying that capitalistic porn is bad because there is actually cool stuff out there as well. I'm just saying if you want to watch something that has no, not, gets uh, polluted by money yeah that's the thing it's like when you pollute things with money especially with the subject like sexuality it's i guess it's easier to get actors to pl- good actors to play in a normal movie than get really good actors to play porn movies so many times the people you can feel that uh, they're not uh, in that feeling they are expressing and it can be very confusing for people that want to learn about for example how women see sexuality or how men see sexuality or how to please each other in a respectful way without too much complication and too much harm about it then it's kind of important to, to, to know like a little bit of the diversity and how people act when they actually feel like something and when they're pl- faking something and uh, in, uh, many times in porn movies it's a lot of faking and it's a lot of production is like exchange position do that now or the audience want to see anal so we do anal but you can also ex- you can also compare it to american hollywood movies and uh, artistic movie from uh, russia everything is different but it's not it's still a movie, you know? It's still a movie. That's the thing. So you don't really know. You can't really judge. That's what I think, at least. Even if you don't like. Even if it's suppressive. Even if it's violent in the movie. But it's all fake. It's the same as a zombie movie. Where somebody shoots someone, a zombie, in the face. It's a child zombie in the face. And it didn't happen. It's not someone getting shot in the face. It's a part of the story. Okay... Maybe she or he or she or took it in the ass for money, not for fun. And then you can be like, yeah, well, uh, maybe it's not good that people do stuff just for money. But that's how most people work in normal jobs every day. It's just because you have a problem with sex. So you will be like, oh, yeah, but they are suffering. Yeah, but there's people suffering working in all kind of occupations. And oppression and suppression and control of people shouldn't happen anywhere, but it do everywhere even in the government and even in military and uh, institutions uh, in the school system, institutions that are totally accepted and you still have abuse there. So, and you have porn productions where people respect each other and are nice to each other. Something I know because I've been part of it and I've seen friends of me work with commercial porn. 
something that made also my way of judging it uh, pretty different than how I saw it when I didn't know enough about it. I know people that eat shit in Germany. Uh, the things I thought just junk is really, really poor people that need it or they will get killed or get forced to do it. Do it because they want to break their ego and wanted some money to sit on a cafe with their friends and they just wanted some extra. And they, the reason why they did it was because they just want to experiment. And they're extremely into f weird fetishes. So sadly for you people that think everyone is oppressed when you see shit uh, happening on a television screen that is connected to sex especially, there is enough fucked up people in this world that do it anyway. And I would do it even without money. It's just now with the internet and a way to connect to people easier. It's so much more possibilities like this guy that found another guy in Germany that one he was searching for someone to eat while he had did this sexual ritual and he found a guy that wanted to be eaten I think he had other people saying yes first but he didn't like those guys so he waited he found a guy that he liked yeah they had a certain chemistry they sit together and he drugs down the guy and they, they eat his penis together and then he kills him and he eats him over days and then they get arrested and the pe this is all on tape. So the whole judgment system and stuff had to be like, is it criminal? Is it not? Because it's consensual. The person wants to get eaten is part of it. It's part of a sexual sadistic game between both of these two adult people. Their society says that that was wrong and like, yeah. I've been in the Amazon jungle where people cut each other's head off and shrink it as a part of a spiritual connection to nature and to keep uh, population control under as a population under control and something they did in many tribes in Latin America when they did uh, ritual sacrifice for different reasons. I don't know what's right or wrong and what's good or bad. I just know that the society we live in now also have some flaws that many times goes away while people are criticizing, for example, porn. Yeah, well, if a person wants to die, it's up to them, no? Why should a society tell you if you can die or not? No, in many places it's actually forbidden to make suicide. Like the only, if it's a god or something, and the god gave us this only possibility to just escape this lesson and then maybe go back and do it all again, or I don't know. Okay, then society makes it not, just like they don't make it legal to take the medicine anymore. No, no, you can't take ayahuasca, it's forbidden. It's like, yeah, but it's one of the most important natural medicines of most of the Latin uh, American tribes in like, not Latin American, like the South American tribes. Uh, it's ridiculous, it's called Latin, uh, because it's like from, from, from Rome or something, no? It's not from... Okay, so these people, many different tribes with different names and different languages and cultures found uh, how to combine certain type of plants together to make this drink called ayahuasca that is drinking as a psychoactive uh, drink and uh, so you get hallucinations but it also is one of the most important healing plants and most of these tribes that is not connected to each other not talk to each other all know how to use it in exactly the same way and they all say it's healing and it's forbidden most places in Europe also the uh, psilocybin mushroom that grows naturally in the Norwegian forest is considered a drug and not legal to take while the doctors will give you really shitty stuff. Something we will talk about in another program. But it's like, uh, it seems like some people that control so sh maybe should be more educated also sometimes. So yeah, just remember that pornography has been used, has been linked to sexual dysfunction, sexual violence, child uh, sex abuse and sex trafficking. 
<laughs> Where did you get that information from? I, I don't know. It's uh, people find what they they want to find. You can f find uh, if you search for the clues in only one direction, you will only find the clues in that direction. And I think that's what they did here because that's not my view on many people working with pornography or many people watching pornography because I think pornography is watched. It's a reason why it's one of the biggest things on the internet. <laughs> It's a reason for it. I guess most people actually watch pornography. So that makes that uh, way of thinking about it a little bit complicated to investigate on, I think. Yeah, so thank you for listening to the first show from us. Uh, it's been a little bit long uh, journey through our little bit confused ideas about why we ended up in Mexico. Uh, we will talk more about our pro ecological project another day and uh, I hope you will be with us to listen to that. Uh, as I said, we will uh, in the beginning we will get more friends and visitors that know a little bit more about these subjects uh, to come and uh, share their view on the same uh, ideas that we have been confused about to make us a little bit more enlightened about the state of the world. Or feel just a little bit more stupid. Yeah, or feel more stupid. And until next time, have a great fucking birthday! <laughs> <laughs>